<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Makings of You. It's your host, Mr. D713. Thank y'all for joining us today. We have our two guests with us. They're going to tell us a little bit about themselves and, you know, especially before this upcoming episode we have coming this week. So we have T. How you doing, T? I'm good. Thanks, All right. Matt. Man, thank you. And we have Janice. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. And once again, this is going to be for our watchers on YouTube as well as our listeners on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and all the other accounts that come from Anchor, all that good stuff. So once again, thank you all our listeners, all our followers. We're about to get into this deep dive right here with the makings of you. So we're going to start off with Janice. How would you describe yourself? You know how like when you're prompted to like say a little about yourself, you forget completely who you are? I absolutely know that. Um, <laughs> let me see. I'm a black woman. Is that? All right. Thank you. Yeah, no, keep that. we got to do it over. <laughs> you keep going. <laughs> I need you to uh, repeat the question. So, how would you describe yourself? Oh, this is fun. Because, <laughs> like, who am I now? Like, you know what I'm saying? If, if, when put on the spot, if I'm just like as talking about myself, I just talk about myself. You know, we're gonna college. go to tea. We're gonna go to tea and come no, back. Wait, to you. I got it. I got okay, it. I'm okay, okay, college, okay. I'm an educated black woman from Port Arthur, Texas. Um, I would identify myself as a hood rat nerd. Probably, I think that's kind of my identity at this point in my life. Um, OG auntie. Um, that's pretty much my hashtags right now. Okay, love it, love it. T, how would you describe yourself? I would describe myself really, uh, just I'm real chill, real chill. Chill is my word. Uh, I like to have a good time and have fun. So I'm like spontaneous, but planned at the same time. Um, I'm 25. So I just got out. I'm in this weird stage right now where I'm like not young, but I'm not old either. And Oh, we getting old, so you got to get yourself really ready together, but it don't happen like that in life. So <laughs> that's where I am. And, you know, just trying to enjoy my life and turn up still. All right. So go to T, since Janice kind of answered this question already. T, what do you identify as? 
I identify as a black gay man, not gay black man, black gay man. In that order, okay. <laughs> exactly. Janice, what do you identify as? Um, I don't really have a title for my sexuality. <laughs> I'm a real private person. Um, I would just say that I'm a, a black woman. Thank you. How would you define your childhood and upbringing, Janice? Um, so I came from a uh, really small city with the largest um, gas refinery, our oil refinery in the nation. So that's a, a small population, three high schools, which consolidated to one, but home of the largest oil refinery in the nation, period. Um, so it's a really poor type of city. Um, we lived on the west side of Port Arthur, which is the historically black side. Um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I had a two-parent household. My parents were married, um, which is a privilege. Um, I didn't really take school seriously until I left the city. So there's a lot of things that weren't prioritized because again, it's a poor, small, predominantly black town. So um, where I came from is a lot of who I am and who I developed to be. Pimp C, UGK, Beyonce, Destiny Child. I mean, it's, yeah, because it's like duality. It's like, <laughs> it's like Pimp C and Beyonce and Destiny Child like raisins. Like if you take the two, two artists together, mess it up. Hey, Red Nerd, we already went through this. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love it, though. We, we enjoy yeah. it. We appreciate it. T, how would you define your childhood and upbringing? I would describe it as a tried, um, but comfort, I guess. Um, I guess I would say character made is a good way to describe my upbringing because I am the oldest of seven blended. Um, I did grow up in a single parent household, so um, I had a lot of responsibility young. You know, my mom was young and she was, you know, having kids and I was the oldest. So, uh, you know, that just came with its own territory, you know. Um, but I was very humbled, you know. Uh, I always thank God for growing up poor because I probably would have been a mess if I did not. Um, so um, that's my upbringing, you know, just very humble. Uh, humble beginnings, but it make you work hard and it make you uh, want more and to understand the way the world works because not everybody has seen or know a struggle. So um, they're kind of out of touch, I feel, but I think I was able to be well-rounded and show up in the world in different ways that because of my upbringing. Right. All right. Thank you. That's very well spoken. Okay, we got to answer the little light. So T, going back to you. Well, you already answered the question. It's like, do you have any siblings? So we're going to go to Janice. Do you have any siblings? I do. I feel like um, I should have got these questions beforehand so I can prepare answers. Nope. That's not how it works. Um, that's not how I it works here. I'm, I'm socially awkward. It's a, it's a disadvantage at this point. Um, I'm a plan. So siblings. I have two sisters. I'm the youngest. 
Um, and I also have play sisters, which uh, <laughs> basically we look alike and being this fair, fair, <laughs> it's like, oh, there's another light-skinned person, y'all related? It's easier to just say, yeah, yeah, we're sisters. Because if we say we're not, it's like, you have sisters, y'all look, yeah, so I have two other sisters as well, so four in total. All right, T, I'm just going to bounce back to you. Would you like to go into detail about the question? Do you have any siblings? Even though you already answered it, just checking. No, uh, yeah, I mean, so I'm the oldest, and then my mom has three, and they go from 19 to, or no, 20 to nine. So there's gaps in between us. So that's even being an adult. And, like, I battle with myself on, like, am I a good brother, or do I show up like I should because, I mean, with the nine-year-old, I'm far. Like, we ain't got nothing in common. Like, we ain't grow up in the same house or nothing. But that's my little dude. So, you know, I catch myself, like, it, having siblings, I guess, or coming from a big family also makes you check back to reality. You know, you can grow up and kind of start your own life or try to begin to do things. Um, and then you got to make sure that you check on the people who you come from. So, I mean, that's my mom. And then I have two siblings uh, on my dad's side. And then my dad had a, a long relationship, and I got two bonus siblings from that. So that's where you get the seven from. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, going back to T. Where do you consider home? <laughs> uh, Fort Worth, DMW, Dallas, Texas. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've I've traveled, but I ain't never lived nowhere else. So this is it. This is where it come from. Okay, Janice. Where do you consider home? Yay, Port Arthur. I lived there until I was eight, 17. Um, I live Baytown, Houston, Irvin, Huntsville. Um, Port Arthur will always be home. PA every day, okay. Growing up, did you have chores? And if so, what were they? Janice. Um, I mean, yeah. Me and my sis, my oldest, my oldest sister who lived at home with me, um, she's eight years older than me. So, you know, when she was growing up in the home, she was old enough to do all the chores. I was too young. And then when she left the home, it's like, I got all the chores. Yeah. <laughs> T, did you have any chores growing up? And if so, what were they? And everything. I was my mama's assistant. So whatever she asked me to do, I was gonna do. Um I I learned to cook early and then laundry was my thing. And I hated doing the dishes, but I seemed to do them because I was the only one who could do them right, quote unquote. Um but yeah, I did I did everything. Whatever you wanted, whatever you needed got done. We uh we stayed in uh, apartments and we stayed in like a mobile home for a big chunk of my life. So I didn't have to worry about the yard, but later on you know, when I got in high school, she got a yard, so I was the one cutting it too. So, she, we did it all. Okay, okay. T, what were and what are your beliefs? Okay, so I believe in Jesus Christ. Where are we going with this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> were and what is? I mean, so I guess what I'm growing up, I was born, or my mom and them practiced uh, Jehovah's Witness. And now I do not practice that. Uh, I am a believer of Jesus Christ. 
Uh, I guess if I had to put it in the correct terms, I'm not a hundred percent religious, but I am spiritual and me and my God have a relationship and he know what I got to work on. So that's where I'm at with that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Janice, what were and what are your beliefs? So my dad growing up was a minister, a reverend, not a pastor, wasn't a pastor over a church, um, but he was a, a preacher and a minister. So I grew up Christian. I'm still to this day Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. Um, I also believe that God is energy. Energy is everything. Um, you know, whether you believe in chakras or, you know, sage and crystals, I think that all of those things are sources from God and tools from God. Um, he created the rocks that we use. <laughs> he created the, the herbs that we sage our home. So, you know, I do incorporate my Christianity into my other practices, um, but I really am big on energy. And that's, that's the focus, energy, intention, when those are right, then your moral system and, you know, everything else is in balance. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And I definitely um, can say I don't know much about the crystals and rocks and stuff, but I definitely <laughs> believe in energy and, like, mm -hmm. protecting that because when the others come into our energy, it don't be good. That shouldn't be there. Um, so I, I'm glad you brought that up because energy is a big thing. Yeah, it's really important. And once again, thank y'all both for sharing. And once again, thank y'all for being here for the makers of you. So what was an impactful moment in your life, Janice? Go to see. Mm -mm. I was like, hey, if, if y'all were listening to the show, y'all would know what's coming up. The same questions every episode. Oh, uh, now you I don't even know what channel come on. We're on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and we have a website at www.everythingculture.com. Okay, but I am a part of the Facebook group. We appreciate it. We love it. Shout out to the Facebook group, all our listeners, all our members, supporters. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. But we're going to go to T on this question <laughs> since Janice is not ready. It's okay. What was an impactful moment in your life? Impactful moment. Dang, um, I mean, okay, impactful moment. Let me. But, okay, let me. So it, it's hard because there's so many. Like, so, we're living like, in one. We're, you know, we're, like, we're living in one now. So I, I don't know sign language. <laughs> so are you saying now? I'm saying that there's not just one that I can pick that was that had more of an impact than others. Like, you know, if we're delving into childhood stuff that we still are working to unpack and we're still in therapy about, you know, that's one thing. But I, I think all of the moments, there's not an insignificant moment that happened in my life that hasn't made me who I am. Like being at the store this morning, like people weren't social distancing. My anxiety was on 10. Like I want to fight everybody, but I'm not going to fight nobody because I have stuff to lose. That whole thought process is something that in that moment I'm growing, <laughs> you know? So every, every day to day activity aspect, everything that I 
experience, I believe, is impactful. It's hard to just pick one that's more significant than anything else. I respect that. You absolutely respect it. T, would you agree? Or do you have an impactful moment in your life you'd like to share? Y'all know when you're young and your mama give, a, give you them conversations and like that conversation stick with you forever. Like that's, yeah, like that's, I think what I can say in this moment. And I remember being about 10 and I, and it was like big cause I just turned the double digits and my mom was like, you're not no baby no more. And I remember cause we had, well, we were late to school. That's how this whole thing started. And we were late to school and I was like, well, you didn't wake me up. That's your fault. Like, don't be mad. <laughs> cause, and I've always been grown and I always had a smart mouth and had to get popped in it. So I was just letting her have it. Like, don't be mad cause we late, you the one who get me here. And so she was like, no, you're late. Because not only did we wake up late, but you didn't have your school stuff prepared. You didn't have your lunch packed. And she just really went in on me. And I was like, those aren't things I'm supposed to be doing. You and my mom. And she let me know that day at 10 that responsibility was a word and it was my word to take on. And I think like from that conversation, from that moment, um, I think, you know, and then it's just being a single mom and uh, she made it very a point that she couldn't do everything. So I had to learn in that moment also what it meant to be a partner or a teammate, um, not only in your relationship, but like in life, people need you to show up for them. Um, so I think showing up and responsibility was something that I got from that and it stuck with me. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a whole lot. Okay. I'm going to go to T for this one. I just feel like Janice is not ready for this one. <laughs> How do you define joy? Uh, joy is, I feel like being accepted for truly who you are by yourself, no one else. So you accept you for how you show up in the mirror every day. Like that. <laughs> Thank you. Janice, how do you define joy? Um, I, back to energy and feelings and emotions. I feel like joy is definitely an energy that you have to choose. You have to work at it. Joy is not, um, it doesn't always come to you. Sometimes you have to fight for it. Um, and nobody else can help you find it. God gave it to you, but it's, it's your job to access it and to maintain it. Peace is a part of joy. If you don't have peace, then you're not going to have joy. I like that as well. Very close. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What privileges do you benefit from? Who child? Let me get my list. Take your time. Take your time. Who is this question for? Me or T? Oh, I'm going with you right now, Janice. It's, it's for you. Oh, okay. But then I might forget something and have to jump in. It's, it's okay. It's, this, we, um, we're, 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 it's a conversation we have here. Definitely cisgender privilege. Um, that That's a struggle that I can't begin to understand, but I'm very empathetic towards. Um, light skin privilege. Um, let's see. I have the privilege of being educated, being able to have the opportunity to and access to education that everybody doesn't have. Um, uh, the privilege of a two two parent household. Um, we we're still broke, but you know I did have two parents, um, and that's 
you know, that's an invaluable experience, even just to see a relationship, if nothing else, like just to be able to have that relationship. Um, and that's, that was an advantage. Hey, I feel like, I feel like there's a lot. Um, I'm gonna pause right here. Thank you. Thank you. I think those are some good privileges or thoughtful ones. T, what are some privileges? Do you, what are, what privileges do you benefit from? Okay, so I'm gonna flip this on you real quick. And I'm gonna tell you why I feel like I don't have a lot of privileges. And then maybe y'all can open my eyes to help me see what privileges I do have. Now, Janice told me education. I am educated. I'm not a bachelor, but I do have education and I know some things. So I'll take that. Um, but it's hard to feel like you have privileges when you kind of feel like you're at the bottom of the barrel all the time. I mean, not only am I black, I'm gay. You know, I am poor, not by choice, but you know, just still there. I feel like living in America, you know, it's just a lot of things where sometimes I feel like if I do have privileges, please show me where they are and what they look like. <laughs> I will say that every privilege isn't one that's obvious. Um, able-bodied privilege, the fact that you can go somewhere and you don't have to worry about if it's handicapped accessible. Um, the fact that you don't have to say, you know, this is my, my pronoun, call me this, and you don't feel disrespected when someone calls you the opposite. It, it, it doesn't, being a, a disenfranchised, marginalized group or being in one, that privilege may not make your life easier, or you may not be cognizant of how it makes your life easier, but when you are around someone who has, who doesn't have the same privilege as you in that moment, like, yeah. yeah. I can just talk to this. You know, we, we, hold on, hold on. This is, I, I hate that I have to interrupt, but this is the magazine you. We gotta, we, we supposed to chop through these questions, but that's, this is gonna be a future episode. I, I love the way we're going right here. This is a whole conversation right there. And once again, thank both of y'all for being here. This is like, y'all got some, I, I really do appreciate y'all statements and your comments and your, and I knew it was gonna be like that, bringing y'all along here. I just gotta say that. I never talked this much during the making of you, by the way, but thank y'all. Well, we're gonna go to the next one, okay? Who were and who, well, who were or who are your role models right now? Or in life? T. Okay, role models right now in life. Um, right now in life, I guess my mom could still be my role model. She's just went through something that was very tragic for her. She was uh, shot by a significant other, and she uh, and she is triumphant. So I mean, to be able to make it, to be able to still go back to work to be able to, you know, you know, just push forward from just horrible situations, just kind of show me that, you know, perseverance is everything. So I guess she can still get that to this day. Thank you for sharing. Yes. I'm All right, Michelle. If I can meet Michelle Obama, it's a wrap. I'm going. Okay. okay. <laughs> Save up. Um, <laughs> Janice, who were or who are your role models? I, was, I just want to say I'm really engaged in T-Story and T-Well Model. Um, shout out to your mama. Uh, <laughs> um, I think my dad, he's no longer with us. He was definitely one of my role models. Um, 
in a sense that he he taught me what it is to be a man, even though I'm not a man, obviously. Um, he's a role model for my expectations, basically, you know? Um, I feel like I could probably explain that better, but not at this moment. Another role model, obviously, my mom. Um, when I look at the fact that I am making twice as much money as they made when they were raising two children, and I'm still like, I don't know how they did this, like making a way out of no way, that adaptability, like those are things that can't necessarily be learned. Um, and also my grandmother, she was just a ruthless. <laughs> she was she was ruthless at her core, but you know, that age and that maturity, you know, softened her. When I say ruthless, I don't mean like in a bad way. I mean, you know, prioritizing different things, like, you know, taking no excuses for certain things. And I say ruthless, not she wasn't violent to me personally. Okay, I'm awkward. Look, can we just <laughs> I, well, I'm loving this. Okay, Wait, I'm, I'm socially awkward, so it's just weird because you keep muting, and I'm just like, all of a sudden, it's dead silence, and I see miles, and I... anyway. This is, this is the makers right of you. This is the makers of you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the makers of you. Okay. What is a quote that you live by, and who is it from? T. I got one. Oh, you know, I, I don't know where he got this from, but it was on the movie, if y'all ever seen uh, Beyond the Lights, and he says the truth is the safest ground you can stand on. I really, like, believe that. So, like, the truth is the gr the safest ground you can stand on um, is a quote that I really, really, you know, like and try to live by. The truth is the safest ground you can stand on. And that's be beyond the lights. That's from, the, yeah, I don't know where he got it from, but that's in the movie. Okay, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to do my research about it, and we'll follow back up. Beyond Janice, the lights. Beyond okay. the lights. Janice, what is a quote that you live by, and who is it from? So there's a lot of motivational quotes that I, I love, you know, sayings that are on my wall, but my cousin, who is like my brother, um, he always says, it's gonna go how it's supposed to. I live my life by that because I'm a planner. When my plans don't work out, it's just like, you right. know, to not to not be anxious and to not freak out, hey, it's gonna go how it's supposed to. That's the whole everything happens for a reason, but organic. <laughs> and hood. <laughs> it's, it's real simple and real meaningful. No, and I, I, I absolutely understand that. Okay. <laughs> Janice, this is going to be you, Janice, okay? okay? Last meal. What would it be and who would prepare it? It could be anybody here, not here, celebrity, you name it. Oh, so I've been out of Houston for a while, so i probably just go with Lotus Seafood on Kirkwood because I really miss the snow crabs and the Cajun fries. But then, like, part of me want to give a smart answer, like, you know, um, Jesus' blood because it's everlasting and I might continue to live if I ingested it. I don't know. So, I mean, duality, um, maybe we can use that in the crack sauce from Lotus. I, I think we can work that out. Um, there's no limitations, right? I mean... 
I can have whatever on my plate that I want, right? Okay. I don't think I ever cursed in the makings of you, but I fuck with you on that one. I really do. <laughs> I really, I'm really trying to stop cursing. I really am. But hey, thank you. T, <laughs> T, what is a quote that you live by? We did that. Well, I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. Shout out to Jack Daniels, honey. Um, what is, what your last meal, your last meal, what would it be and who will prepare it? Go on and just give me my favorite meal. I want some chicken wing sections fried light. So they need to be fried, but they don't need to be too hard, okay? Um, then I want macaroni and cheese. You know, I need to hear it, Mac. I need to hear the stuff. I want mashed potatoes, and then I want a salad. And either we can do cornbread or roll, and uh, Angela Simmons can make it, or my granny can come back and make it. Either one. <sighs> see, <laughs> see, the, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna talk. I don't talk during the makings of you. We can go to the next question. We can go to. The I have a well balanced diet. I appreciate it. I think I'm gonna have that for dinner. <laughs> but my wings will be well done. <laughs> <laughs> What is your favorite holiday, Janice? Hmm. That's a hard one. Um, I'm going to go with Thanksgiving, but I'm going to take out Thanksgiving. So <laughs> the gathering of my family around that time, because we're off from work, that's, that's the one time where it's like, we all meet up no matter what. Um, we eat our favorite foods. We just love on each other for however long we can. Um, don't like anything about the historical context of Thanksgiving, but you know, otherwise, that's my favorite time to get together with my family. T, hey, thank you, Janice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Janice, oh, oh, T, what is your favorite holiday? I mean, me and Denise got the same holiday, but I'm going to say I like it because the food be good, and then mm -hmm. it's, the, it's Christmas without the pressure of gifts. That's all Thanksgiving. That's how I look at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is Christmas without the pressure of gifts, and that's why it's my favorite holiday. Bump the historic context, because that ain't true, but, and that's a whole other <laughs> But, I mean, Thanksgiving is literally Christmas without the gifts, so I love it. All right. I never looked at it like that. I like it. I, I see why. I, I know why. Okay. How would you define, how, how would, oh my God, how would you want people to remember you? T. Um, I want people to remember me as somebody who uh, always had an input. You know, he, you know, a lot of times when people die, they be like, oh, that man, he didn't, he wasn't a man of words, but when he did have words, <laughs> no, nah, don't remember me like that. That nigga always had something to say. And when he said it, he nine times out of 10 made you laugh. Like that's what I want people to remember me as. So he always had an input. Noted, noted, noted. Thank you, thank you. Janice, how would you want people to remember you? Um. <laughs> I think I still have a lot of work to do, um, but I, I want people to remember me as someone who just tried to improve everybody's life, like my loved ones, anything that you need, you can always call on me to help you, um, an advocate for people who don't have a voice. 
Again, we working on that. We we building up. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm still, you know, striving to reach those goals in order to be remembered in that way. But I want to be a, a, a intentional person with good intentions um, who just really try to improve people's quality of life. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Last question, y'all. Okay. How do you describe your culture, Janice? Good rat nerd. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, I, uh, culture is such a it, it's such a, a broad term. So it could mean anything like um, you know, definitely black culture, definitely hip hop culture. Um, all, I mean, I'm, I'm those, um, I, I, I just, I think that that's probably the best answer I can give right now without, you know, further specificity, but, um, yeah, black culture is my culture. Okay. T, how would you describe your culture? Imperfect, but worth it. We got a lot that we can work on. But mm. Mm. I mean, and I was going <laughs> I was going to say so I could drop it. <laughs> I was going to say the best, but because I really do believe that we are, but I don't want to be that. So, it's just imperfect but worth it. I feel like we got a lot of work, but at the end of the day, this our culture is just something that's just so different from the rest of the world. You don't get we, you, they don't, God don't just don't make black people all the same. We just are so different and so, the, yeah, the spectrum is huge. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's what I love and appreciate. Wow. Like, once again, thank you to the both of y'all. We haven't even got into the episode yet. Just let y'all know that, okay? But thank y'all so much for joining us for this upcoming uh, episode this week. Whoever's listening to this, I think you would know y'all going to have a treat for this upcoming episode. We're going to talk about homophobia, family, and we're going to talk about shame that we have in our communities as well. So please join in. You would not be missing anything that's not awesome. Um, hope I said that correctly. But did that make sense? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I think I did it right. I think I did it correctly. <laughs> but once again, I want to say thank you to T. Thank you, Janice. Y'all have any hashtags and handles y'all like to drop right now? Any shout outs? Just follow me on uh, the Insta at it's your boy T. And be looking out because Insta's going to show you some stuff. When she fo- Once you follow, you'll see why you need to do that. Mm. All right. All right. Janice. I will be returning to promote my um, upcoming endeavor. That's what I'm talking about. Love it. That's what I'm saying. Also, Bring. hashtag. I feel like this was the hardest part of the show. Mm. <laughs> but this is the part we love. I want to get to come back too. No, I'm just oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like it's what we all about. Because once again, we do the magazine view. Because when we get to know us, because once again, this is nothing directed. It's just getting to know you. So think about that. It's your background. It's your traditions. It's what you are. You are your culture. At the end of the day. So I'd like to thank you all. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, at Everything Culture, SoundCloud, Everything Culture. Only thing different is on Twitter and it's every THG culture. But check out this upcoming episode and we'll see y'all soon.